0: Hey, welcome back to Want to Know Idaho from Boise State Public Radio, the podcast that explores the curious elements of life here in the GEM State. I'm Frankie Barnhill. I know it's been a minute, but we're going to bring you along on another reporting story. This one is from a listener named Morgan Keating. Um, I'm going to let podcast producer Molly Wampler take it from here.
1: Yeah, so a little while back, Morgan Keating sat wondering about something that most of us in the Treasure Valley have thought about at least once, and probably more recently. Birds. Are there more than there used to be? I see dozens of geese every day along the green belt. I end up having to dodge them on my bike. Actually, the wording of her question was so good, I'm just going to read it how she wrote it. Here it is. <clears throat> Crows in Nampa, so many geese in Boise, and a flock of seagulls every night in Meridian at dusk. Has the Treasure Valley gone to the birds? So I asked Morgan if she wanted to come along with me to get to the bottom of this bird takeover. We met at the Intermountain Bird Observatory at Boise State to talk to Heidi wow. Ware-Carlisle. She knows a ton about this. Hi, I'm Molly. Hey Molly, so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm
2: Heidi. Hi, Heidi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good.
3: So my name is Morgan Keating and I'm from Boise slash Meridian. I live in Meridian, work in downtown Boise. And my main question is just observing some of these like giant bird populations that are really kind of like in our face, geese especially in and around downtown Boise. Um, And then I remember hearing reporting about crows in Nampa and have observed on my own a lot of seagulls in Meridian. And um, I've just been curious. Like, is that normal, usual, new, or are we just like, am I just noticing it now?
2: Uh, My name's Heidi Ware Carlisle. I'm the education director for the Intermountain Bird Observatory here at Boise State University. I work with the public a lot, so bringing people out to see the research that we do, learning about science, understanding nature better, and getting people involved hands-on, so that you know they're more interested in conservation and can kind of help us as scientists do the conservation work that needs to get done.
1: So Morgan started by asking Heidi about seagulls, which she sees
3: most days at home. I was walking my dogs um, in the spring, like right after dinner, and I would he- I would see this beautiful sunset, the pink clouds, and then all of a sudden, quack, 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 like all the seagulls <laughs> blasting
1: through. And I was like, this is so weird. Heidi, the bird expert, says it's hard to know if seagull populations in the Treasure Valley have changed dramatically in recent years. But she did have some interesting facts about their living patterns.
2: Gulls, I'm not sure if they've increased over time. Actually, um, California gulls are one of our more common gull species and they're on our list of species of greatest conservation need in Idaho Hmm. um, because they've declined in some areas. They nest in only a few places in Idaho. They have to have an island to nest on because they nest on a gr- on the ground. That's so nice raccoons wonder. and skunks, yeah, if right. they didn't nest on an island, they, they would be in danger. The raccoons would come eat their mm-hmm. eggs. So they're actually declining as far as nesting goes. We see a lot of gulls around here because they like ag- agriculture in the summertime. Mm-hmm. They enjoy visiting our landfills. Mm-hmm. Um, and I often see gulls commuting across the valley because At night, they want to roost in a safe place where there's no predators, so they'll roost on Lake Lowell out in Nampa, out in the middle of the lake, right? Mm -hmm. So nothing can get them. Mm -hmm. And then they commute just like we do, right? Right. And they commute to the dump in the mornings or to the Boise River. So we see, like you'll see it's directional, like in the morning they're heading north, usually. Yeah. And then in the evening,
3: they're heading and south. And that's why, because that's what I noticed, was I'd be out walking my dog in the evening, like around, you know, a little after dinner, and I'd hear this, like, huge flock going. Totally. And just making so much noise. I was like, what is that? Yeah. That makes sense if they're, yeah, spending their day out at the dump, and then going home to yeah. the lake.
2: Yeah. Hmm. So we commute east-west, and the gulls commute right. north-south. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we'll just follow the sun. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. You know, they do have predators, so a peregrine falcon or a bald eagle could eat them. Mm. So they do want to be careful mm-hmm. um, as they're moving around to make sure they're with buddies who can help them yeah. look out for predators. So there's definitely a lot of communication. They like the safety in numbers of hanging out with other goals. Um Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's a good point. I haven't thought about predators because they're mostly in the air. Yeah. Yeah, other than like... Pulling out their eggs from the nest, the raccoons and foxes probably wouldn't right. bother them.
1: <laughs> yeah. The next bird species in Morgan's question, geese. And Heidi had answers.
2: Canada geese is one that we actually have two populations in Boise and in throughout the Treasure Valley. We have a population that nests north of us and they come here for the wintertime. And then we have a population that was actually introduced um, of greater Canada geese. They're slightly bigger and they're here year-round they were actually brought here by people who were interested in having a year-round source of geese to hunt a long time ago so they don't migrate and they also one of their favorite foods is grass so
0: <laughs> as the valley has
2: grown as we really like our nice green soccer fields and parks mm-hmm. we're definitely providing you know the exact habitat they need mm-hmm. to survive over winter here, reproduce really well. So we're definitely helping geese out a lot, as much as everybody says they don't like them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we're also, you know, we remove a lot of predators that normally would be around to control geese, like foxes and coyotes and bobcats. Mm -hmm. So geese are able to hang out on campus at Boise State because they don't have as many predators around. We always complain about them, and the geese are probably like, well, you guys are putting out a buffet for us, so (laughs) (laughs) what are we supposed to do? I always talk about city parks like we don't like geese, but we plant all this grass. Yes, it's inviting them. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's like welcome. (laughs) Right. right. Uh, But one thing geese hate is they hate places where a predator could hide. Mm. And Mm. so if you have a big open grassy field, the geese can see a mile away. Oh, there's not a coyote sneaking up on me. Mm -hmm. But if you have a few natural places where there's some rocks, you know, tall decorative grass, some shrubs that a goose might think, hmm, like I don't wanna be yeah. near there because I don't know what's in that area. Then you can kind of break up that uh, oh, habitat, so geese don't like it.
3: Yes, that's genius. Cause I was like, well, we're gonna have to make noise, which I think is what um, I had heard about happening in Nampa with crows, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were using audio distractions. They are all
2: doing a ton of hazing techniques for <laughs> yeah, the crows. Hazing, right. It's crazy. <laughs> is um, it working or what's, kind of? I wonder what's happening over there. So there's a big group that's actually working on this project. Mm-hmm. Crows are really, really smart mm-hmm. and they're very social. And we don't really understand how it works, but their winter roosts are almost like a beehive. So, you know, we know in honeybees, scientists have studied, and we know, oh, there's this dance they do and it tells their friends how far away the flower patch was and which direction. Mm-hmm. We know that crows will find food one day, go back to their roosts at night, and then the next day, all the other crows know about that food. Oh, wow. Yeah. But we have no idea how they're communicating that information. So Mm -hmm. the issue is once a crow roost gets established, you know, just like humans, we have habits and a culture that develops around a place. And it's hard to convince people and crows like, hey, okay, I know you've been coming here for years, but no, (laughs) we don't want you here anymore. So it's a tough balance. I definitely Mm -hmm. understand that in a city you don't necessarily want hundreds and hundreds of crows. And one of the things they're trying to do is find new roosts as they're establishing. So Mm -hmm. when there's maybe only 10, 20, 50 crows, that might be when you can convince them, hey, you know, last night you thought this place was safe, but it's actually not, Mm. Um, and convince them to leave. Or if you find a place where they're making a roost in a Good area yeah support that. let them and be like okay we'll make sure you're safe and we'll leave you alone mm-hmm. and this is a place you can be mm-hmm. without you know interfering so it's a balance and they're doing a lot of hazing they're using trying to use laser pointers they have tried drones in the past noises mm-hmm. so they're trying a lot I, they're actually looking for volunteers because one thing that the crows need to really convince them is consistency so that they learn. Yeah. It's oh, it's not, threat. exactly. Yeah. It's not just once a month and ah, oh, we can deal with it. Like <laughs> it is every night yeah. and we can't oh. deal with this. Oh, man. So I think the way they're doing it is the right way. Testing out different techniques and figuring out a method that in the long term is going to be useful for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They used to all roost in Caldwell and then they hazed them out of Caldwell and they moved mm-hmm. to Nampa. So they're going to move somewhere. Yeah, totally. They're not just going to vanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, back to Morgan's original question. What are the bird populations looking like here? Have they increased? Is there a short answer?
2: You know, gulls we know are declining in some places. Geese are either increasing or doing pretty darn well for themselves. Um, And we haven't stopped planting grass, so I would guess they're going to continue to increase. Mm -hmm. Um, And the crows have not increased, they've just moved. And we continue, every time they move, we don't like where they pick, and so... We continue to have problems with the crows. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's cities where if people see a squirrel, they're amazed. So I think we're lucky in Boise as much as we complain that we do still have that wildlife.
0: Thanks to producer Molly Wampler for going to get that answer. And I think, you know, what Heidi said there at the end is really interesting, you know, talking about the prevalence of wildlife in uh, the Treasure Valley and in Idaho. You know, I I don't even always think of geese as wildlife just because they're everywhere. But then I think about, um, I actually grew up in Missoula, Montana, and we have deer everywhere. Deer are like our geese. The poop is everywhere. They're all over parks. Um, They're all over neighborhoods. Um, and you know, when I see a deer when I'm home, I don't even think about it, but anyone else who might see one would actually be kind of excited about it or stoked. So I guess, I guess really what it comes down to is, you know, it's all how you look at it or should I say your bird's eye view on the issue. Want to Know Idaho is a production of Boise State Public Radio. Our theme music is by Boise Music Project, Up is the Down is the. This episode was produced by Molly Wampler. You can listen to what she's working on for Idaho Matters by going to boisestatepublicradio.org. While you're there, submit a question to Want to Know Idaho by clicking the podcast tab. We're always hunting for the next story to tell.